everyone, and welcome to the Forward Thinking Podcast. Chrissy and Charlie here. Today, we have another installment of Mops in 10, and we're focusing on an interesting topic today, but it's why the hate of MQLs is misplaced. I would say MQLs and MQAs, maybe. But mostly Anything MQLs. that starts with MQ. MQ. <laughs> or AQ. Yeah. Anything with a Q in it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, because then it would be SQL anyway. Okay. So they- <laughs> Moving on. Um, so I think, I mean, if you're scrolling on LinkedIn, you've probably seen a lot of people say MQLs are dead. We shouldn't use MQLs. And, um, you know, in that fashion, it's great for LinkedIn because that's going to get attention. But I just think it's a bit more nuanced than that. So Charlie and I wanted to dive into this topic today to give you a different perspective than maybe what you're seeing on LinkedIn. So, okay. Why do you think, Charlie, that the hate is misplaced? Why not the MQL? What, where should the hate go? Well, first off, I think there shouldn't be any hate for anything, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, but no, I think you can, you can definitely place it somewhere else. And one of, one of the main things I would say just to begin is that whenever I hear someone say, MQLs are dead, MQLs are wrong, you shouldn't be focusing on MQLs, you you shouldn't even be using MQLs. Um, Often the next sentence is that kind of like what you should be focusing on. And they often say, you know, you should be carrying on um, high intent declared, like legitimate contact sales, demo requests, Mm -hmm. proper hand raisers, right. Um, So one way I think you can just like quickly show that the first part of that statement is incorrect is that A lot of the companies that we work with and a lot of companies out there, their definition of MQL is that demo request hand raises. So in that case, how can an MQL be wrong? If you're you're saying MQLs are wrong, you should only focus on demo requests. Now, what if your demo request was the only type of MQL you have? So I think that's just like a simple way of articulating that really it's not the metric problem. There's nothing inherently wrong in a co- the concept of an MQL, but where maybe to your question where the hate should be placed differently is in how it is getting used in some companies. But there has been a major shift over the last five years. People are getting a lot better. But you know, it is it isn't the metrics fault. You shouldn't get rid of the metric. It is the way it's being used. And I know you've got a good um good, good thought on kind of where people are going wrong. Yeah. Um I think the the big thing is just how they're being measured, right? Like, how, like, what are we defining as our MQLs? And I think also the way goals are being set, I think it's always focused on volume and very rarely is the team given a conversion rate as a goal. It's like, okay, marketing, here's your goal. You need to hit X amount of MQLs. And a lot of the time, all that's really going to happen is if they don't feel like they're going to meet that goal, is they're just going to change the bar for that. And it's really easy to go back to marketing ops and easily persuade them to say, hey, these people have, you know, are great. They're from target accounts, make them MQLs. And, you know, when it's coming from a certain level, that probably will be put in place. And, And that's mainly because they're focused on volume. But really, if we were focused less on volume and more just on a conversion rate, okay, let's convert our MQLs to get, you know, at a certain rate to get X amount of like meetings. That is going to be 
like better to look at because really then we're, we're saying, okay, let's make sure that the leads that have the higher propensity to convert are the ones that we're going to set as MQL, which are going to be most likely the people that have high intent, great fit, a lot of behavior. And this goes back to where the originating idea of an MQL came from. How do we keep our SDRs or sales team prioritized on the right people that are ready to follow up and the, let's just marketing and nurturing do the work for the rest. But instead then our SDRs become called like they're basically nurturing cold leads. And we're wondering why is our conversion rate so poor? So I think that that's why the MQL it's because like, there's been that lack of like really strong definition. It's easily manipulated and we're only focusing on, on the volume. We can still have a metric though, an MQL, but the key is the conversion rate to the next stage. Yeah. And, and that's exactly right. I think the, the issue with you know, like you've mentioned, the the use of the MQL doesn't mean that the concept of the MQL is wrong. And if you think about what the concept is, it's saying, okay, there are, you know, people or accounts that can do something like some kind of behavior, and they will, f they will meet some kind of fit criteria. Yeah. And if you have a matrix with like, different levels of behavior and different levels of fit, and I'm going to say, okay, if we have high fit, high behavior, that's going to be something that I think sales should follow up on. And that can be, you know, you could, you could go the next step and say, I only want sales to be working on MQLs that are like truly requested, like sales conversation, given that, you know, we've been talking about this for 10 years, but like a lot of the buyer's journey is, is happening before they get to sales, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So, but then there's, there's still a measure that is useful to then tie back to your marketing programs, what you're doing in marketing, and then to see the conversion rate, because it is a milestone when someone does declare their intent, or we've got a, like an actual functioning MQL model, which is highly converting through the funnel um, to say like, hey, maybe they haven't quite declared their intent, but we do think they are ready for sales to start following up. And it's converting at a very high rate at that point. Um, and one side point to that is splitting out the different MQLs into different MQL types or tiers is very useful there, where you might have a tier one, which is your demos, mm -hmm. and a tier two, which is more kind of like they've accumulated some kind of score to a very high level and they've got a fit criteria. And then you can ch check to see the conversion rates between both of those. Yeah. And then if you're seeing that the demos and everything are converting at like 80%, and then the other, the tier twos are converting at like 10%, then maybe you just drop the tier twos, you don't convert them. I uh, don't, you don't send them to sales and you just focus on the tier ones, but you you can't figure that out if you're not measuring it. Right. Yeah. So if you just drop MQLs and, and, and even, and even if I, I would even go so far as to say, if you drop MQLs and you're still sending demo requests to sales, you're, you're sending MQLs to sales, but you're just calling it something else. I actually had a conversation with a client recently. They're like, our CMO hates MQLs. Um, and the and basically what we had to do is just rename it to sales ready. Yeah. And it's like, okay, they're sales ready, legitimately sales ready. We're just not going to call it an MQL, but it's still the same concept. Mm -hmm. And that's where I keep I get very hung up with people saying this concept is dead. So I think you're always going to need a time when there is a human being or an account out there that wants to speak to sales and you're going to hand that data to sales. And there is you it's just got a name. It's an MQL or sales ready or AQL or whatever. And that the name of that handoff is what we're measuring. 
yeah. and and measuring and being able to measure to say okay well my campaign generated x amount of demo requests in high fit you know target accounts etc is a good leading indicator yeah for this for the success of that campaign and we can't forget about leading indicators so many of the companies like we work with and other other companies out there have a sales cycle of like a year or sometimes yeah. two years so if we're only focusing on revenue then you're not going to know if those campaigns are successful until two years later mm-hmm. most of your team's probably left by then <laughs> so I, and I and i agree with everyone that says revenue and pipeline is the most important of course 100 percent. but we don't want to forget those leading indicators and we don't want to give up on the on a concept of a high fit ready to talk to sales uh person or account and measuring that against the different campaigns and channels that are driving those because that's going to help us optimize our marketing yeah definitely and i think the leading indicators like if you're putting any money into anything or and like you do have a very long long deal cycle like we have some clients who are selling to the enterprises and their company hasn't even been around very long like maybe it's been a few years maybe marketing's just started to ramp up and before they didn't have it you actually are like beholden to those leading indicators because you just don't have that history i think everyone forgets like if you don't have the history of data or if things have you know massively changed in your go to market strategy your marketing strategy anything that's historical isn't really that valuable it's not going to give you the directional data that you need so having that leading indicator mm-hmm. will be super helpful as like hey is what we're doing going in the right direction but then to your point i think we actually agree with a lot of the haters of mqls because their point really is that they're being misused and everyone's right. sending over crap to sales. And I agree that happens far too much. Doesn't mean that the concept of it is wrong, right. but everyone needs to tighten their criteria, right? It's that That's really the message. Yeah. Don't just throw away the MQL. Just make the MQL great again. Yeah, <laughs> nice. You should go. All right. Have Thanks everyone. Um, we hope you enjoy this episode of forward thinking mops in 10 and see you on the next one have a good one